Hi, and welcome to Sound Practice Language Learning. This is Matthew, Matthew Armstrong, and I'm a language teacher, English teacher, and a teacher trainer. I live in Beijing, China. I've been here for close to 10 years. I love learning languages. I love talking about languages. And I love teacher training. And I guess teaching English is pretty cool too. Um, I really enjoy helping others learn languages, and you're probably here because you want to learn English、uh, better. So, on my podcast, you will find lots of easy to understand English at、uh, intermediate, upper intermediate level, and this should be good for you to、uh, enjoy content. Slowly improve and just enjoy using English when you're washing dishes or doing housework, exercising, whatever. So, thanks for coming to the show.、Um, I'll also include language learning tips. So,、uh, thanks for coming and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for coming to listen to this podcast. I'd really like to apologize though that I haven't been making so many new episodes.、Uh, I had no idea that so many people were listening. I had no idea that so many people had subscribed to this podcast.、Uh, in fact, on December 24th, I got a notification. I had over 5,000 listens、uh, to the podcast. And then just two days later, it said 5,500.、Um, and then I looked to see、uh, who or where all these listens are coming from. So, what podcast provider? And it turns out it's Castbox.、Um, I didn't know what Castbox was.、Um, now I know. And I went to Castbox and I saw I had, what did I have? I had, people had written to me on Castbox、uh, with questions and nice comments. And I didn't know they were there. So thank you for、um, listening. And, and there are over 500 people who have subscribed. So, I really owe all of you something. I should continue to make more episodes because people are listening. All right.、Um, I want to make some changes to the podcast. So, in the past,、um, usually there's about 10 or maybe 20 minutes of a story, and then that's it. So,、uh, I'd like to change it a little bit、uh, from now on. So, I'd like to give you an update on anything in my life or anything in the news, anything that's interesting, and then share with you one language learning tip, and then one story, and then another language learning tip, and then a second story, and also a guest request. So, I will be looking at the comments to. Uh, the podcast, especially on Castbox.、Uh, you can also go to my website, www.soundpracticelanguagelearning.com. You can also find this 
website link um, to the on the podcast episode in the description. So uh, you can write to me. Uh, just go to contact me. You can send me an email, and you can request uh, for any kind of story um, or any kind of language learning tips. Maybe you have some struggles with your language learning. I'd be very happy to give my advice on that. Um, so I'm not sure how long this episode will be, um, but uh, it will be at least 30 minutes long. <laughs> All right. I have some big news. So um, this week, um, I will become a father. So ever since May 2021, uh, we've known that we have a baby on the way. Originally, the due date was January 23rd, but um, there are some uh, problems, but uh, nothing really dangerous. Um, just my wife needs to be in the hospital. The doctors uh, watch her uh, and monitor in case something uh, dangerous happens. But um, so it's better that uh, the doctors have decided it's better to go ahead and uh, do a C-section. So to basically do the surgeries born. So we aren't going to have a natural birth. We're going to have a C-section, um, which uh, that's good because we know what's going to happen. It's been a, a kind of chaotic <laughs> in my life right now um, because uh, my wife, she didn't know that she would have to stay in the hospital. And so she's in the she has to stay there, like live there each day, and they come and check on her every. F and I cook at least one meal, one healthy, well balanced meal, and I take it to her. Um, but well, I've been really busy with work, and she's also been. Uh, it's been difficult for her to clean uh, when she's at home, and I try to clean, but after many months. The house just <laughs> got so messy. And then suddenly she's in the hospital and we didn't know when the baby was coming. And I was trying to pack up bags and make sure the house and the bags and everything is ready for this baby. Uh, so for about a week when she was first in the hospital, life was very crazy. <laughs> right. And then it's been over two weeks now that she's been in the hospital. Um, but everything's safe. Baby is growing like, like, I don't know. Baby is just growing crazy, really big, <laughs> very healthy. So we're happy about that. Um, basically, uh, I've been trying to take more time off work. And yeah, so hopefully on Thursday or Friday, we will find out today or tomorrow when the baby will be coming. So we'll find that new later. And so probably Thursday or Friday is when the baby will come. So that's very exciting. Um, what does that mean? Well, um, I know that, I think that in the United States, if there's a C-section, then if everything's okay, you can go home like the next day or something like that. But, uh, 
the norm here in China seems to be that after a C-section, you stay at the hospital four or five days uh, just so they can uh, monitor you and make sure that everything's before you get discharged from the hospital. So um, that means that probably, I don't know, Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, I will move into the hospital and uh, stay there and be there for four or five days after the, and then we'll all come home together. All right. Uh, also, because of COVID-19, you have to do a COVID-19 test before you can stay in the hospital. Um, well, I did one last week, but I probably have to do another one today. There's a really big one, a big testing center not far from where I live, and it's open 24-7. It's huge. It looks like to be part of an airport, actually. Um, but I'll probably go there later today to do a COVID-19 test so that I can be ready to move in and be with my wife. So, um, right, that's exciting. Um, and that's basically the news right now in my life. Just this morning, um, I've been cleaning up and then I decided I should probably make some kind of episode right now. And that way... It will be easier to do episodes as the year starts. There's going to be a crying baby in the background soon. Um, yeah, all right. So those are, uh, that's the news in my life right now. Um, so uh, let's go on to the, the next part of the episode. So language learning tip, right? A language learning tip I have for you today, the first one of two, is uh, to make sure that you um, plan uh, some of your study time. Make sure you plan some of your study time so that you sit down and do, and you also walk around and study. So a problem I've had before is that uh, I used to be, or I am still, very busy. So that means that I would, I don't know, um, I'd always work with my hands, or I would commute, or I would be cleaning, doing something. And so all of my time with language studying would be listening, listening and repeating, or listening and understanding. Um, so I found that uh, something I need to do is balance that walking around and listening kind of activity sit down and study, sit down and read, sit down and look up words, uh, sit down and look up a grammar point if I need to. Um, but af once you're intermediate, I think that uh, you're not going to need so much grammar, um, but you will need to look up words a lot. So um, if you mainly do your study time or your listening reading time as sit down activities, then try to start walking around more or making use of your time when you are cleaning, washing dishes, you're listening to a podcast, for. then uh, that is a very good way to use up some of your dead time. So the time that would be wasted otherwise. And uh, yeah, all right. Uh, I've also done this with uh, studying many languages at once like 15 minutes each day with 
I don't know, more than 10 languages. So I would, uh, two days, I would just do the listening for, and then the next two days to sit down activity. Half of my, let's say, uh, A languages, right? All the languages in group A would uh, be done with sitting down and all of the B languages with moving around and listening. And then after those two days, I changed. So uh, the B languages, I would now sit down and study those. Moving around and walking and yeah, just to uh, make sure there's a balance. All right. So uh, there is um, language tip number one. Hope it's helpful. And I hope that you do that in some form anyways. All right. So I've got uh, story one for you. So story one, uh, story one and story two today are about uh, Christmas. So Christmas times I've had as a child and Christmas times I've had as an adult. Um, I'd like to say first that I'm not uh, truly a Christian. No, um, my family is was not uh, raised as they were not raised as Christians either. Uh, they didn't really go to church ever. Um, and actually, um, later on, a drink of water. Okay, another drink of water. Okay, so as an adult, I was with, um, I was with somebody, uh, a girlfriend, <laughs> for several years. And we, uh, I converted to Judaism. And so we celebrated Hanukkah at times. Um, but we still did Christmas with my family a bit. But I don't uh, practice Judaism or Christianity. I do really enjoy reading from the Bible, though, if you find that strange. Um, um, I know a lot of you out there are not uh, Christians or you don't celebrate Christmas. I understand that. Um, I want you to know that I've also... Um, I've also... Uh, dabbled a bit, uh, uh, Islam a bit, um, and I've read some of the Quran. There was even a time in university where comparing different uh, parts of the Bible and the Quran with like different stories, um, right, from uh, the Old Testament. Anyways, I just want you to know that I, I know that a lot of you out there don't celebrate Christmas, but um, I think these stories will be interesting, and I think that you'll be able to relate. To so story number one was when I was five or six. And uh, I can really remember, I mean, just just the memory is so clear. At least most of the memory is very clear because uh, I think my mom and dad tried to make it very memorable. For um, so we lived in a very small town. If you've heard my other podcasts, you know that I come from, I was born in a very small town. Anyways, um, I was, I remember it was Christmas Eve and it nighttime or it was dark outside. I walked with my dad down to some store. I don't know. Maybe it was a 20, 25 minute walk or something like that from the house and walked with my dad down to the store and we were walking back home. I remember there was the, the church there had a big Christmas tree and lots of decoration where lots of lights. Um, yeah, so I remember walking with my dad and holding his hand and we were looking at the stars and I think <laughs> I think we 
said something like like we were trying to find Santa Claus in the sky, like he would be flying or so. Um, yeah, uh, I just remember walking with my dad, and then we got uh, back home, and let me see. I don't remember if I think that outside the the snow was still uh, very white, very soft. Like no one had walked into the snow, no footprints, no. And then uh, we went inside, and the house was normal. I think my dad went with me to the bedroom. Did I think we were preparing some cards, or maybe we were writing some or drawing some pick some Christmas cards for friends of the family, or for our cousins. Like, uh, anyways, um, mom told <laughs> mom said come out or something. And, Mom, no, 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 no. Mom wasn't... No, Mom didn't say come out. She was in the kitchen or something. And then I think my dad went in as well and left me. And, and then uh, a while later, I left the room and I came out... I went out into the, into the living room and I saw the Christmas tree was just, like, so full of presents. There, I mean, underneath of the Christmas tree was so full of presents. And... There were just so many, so many presents. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I remember screaming like, Mom, Dad, look. Um, and they're saying, oh, I, I don't know how he came in. And they, they kept saying that, I don't know, they don't know how that he got into the house, um, you know, Santa, and left all the presents. And then we went uh, looking around the house um, for evidence of, Santa. But anyways, uh, all those presents were under the tree. I can't remember one thing that I got, but I think that uh, that was really exciting. Finding all those presents, the surprise that suddenly they were... And in my mind at the time, there was just no... There was just no way that all those presents could have been put there <laughs> that quickly. Right, so I was, I was convinced that Santa did it. It didn't occur to me at all that my... Um, there was also a glass of, uh, not, not that year, but there was another year where we said we were going to leave a glass of milk and cook Santa. And, um, in the morning, the milk was drunk. These were mostly eaten. My dad later on said that my mom <laughs> ate and drank, ate the cookies and drank the milk. But there was a, a white hair that was left, like, from Santa's. But, of course, that just came from... Uh, you know, like a, a fake beard wig, a wig of some kind, so not a real hair, right? Uh, I can't remember one present I got that year of all those presents under this Santa Claus, <laughs> the house. Um, also, um, when I, I was trying to find him, and we, because we had no chimney, there was no fire in the, no chimney, so there was no way Santa Claus could come in the living room. So I knew he must have come in the front door. So we went to the front door and we opened the door and then we found, you know, that nice, perfect white snow in the front yard. Well, the snow wasn't perfect anymore. Um, there were uh, tracks. It was clear that, you know, something had been in. The it wasn't nice and clean anymore. Um, so it looked like uh, reindeer footprints, you know. The reindeer that pull Santa Claus's sleigh, he flies through. So the, the animals, the reindeer who pull. 
Um, it looked like their footprints were in the snow, so little holes in the animals stepped. And then it looked like poop as well, so uh, black, fresh poop <laughs> from the reindeer. Um, I later found out that the, the poop was actually uh, beans, so they were black beans that my mom had put out. Uh, so these black beans, there was just a, a big pile of black beans uh, in, in the snow, and it looked just like animal poop. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, so my mom had gone out there. Actually, later I found out that my mom had gone out into the snow with a stick to make the reindeer footprints, and then she dumped a can of black beans in the snow like it was reindeer poop. Um, right, and then each year after that, we always put some oatmeal, oatmeal into the outside in the front yard for the reindeer to eat but uh of course there were no reindeer but i didn't know that uh that's part of the fun um i think the next year after that um the next year after that the the cookies and the milk that happened again um and i thought it was santa claus but it was really my mom and uh, i did get this uh there was one toy that i remembered getting it was an aliens toy Remember the movie Aliens? Maybe you don't know, right? It's the those kind of monster with the very long head. They have no eyes. Um, they've got, like, their mouth opens and this other kind of mouth comes out of their mouth. Um, really scary, I guess. But um, I got one of them. It was, uh, I think it was a queen alien or the mother alien. It had uh, wings, actually. But that thing was... It was hanging in the tree, actually. Um, so I discovered it in the tree. I, because it was so surprising finding the, the alien, and that's why I think I can remember it. Because it wasn't just in a in a box with the presents. Um, see, so that's mainly what I remember. A Christmas story I remember when I was little. Um, and I tried to... The other day, I tried to remember um, the most... I guess the Christmases that I can remember, and as a child, those were the ones I could remember most clearly. Um, right, so that's the first story I wanted to share with you. I should have some kind of a moral for this. Maybe the moral for the story is, uh, I don't think that, that that costs much money. I mean, the presents cost money. The, the way that my parents arranged for things to happen, for things to be surprising... I don't think that that costs money. Of all the Christmases that I can remember, those are the ones that I remember the most. So if you have children, then any kind of holiday that you have, like surprising or exciting like that, then try to do the amount of presents that uh, fun. It was this kind of uh, excitement and, and wonder about. So um, yeah, I think I'll try to rec my uh, child. <laughs> all right, so. Language learning tip number two um, is about automaticity. So, okay, that's a big word. Automaticity. Okay, so this is like you're being automatic about something. Let's say a situation I'm automatic. Uh, if I, I live in China, so when I get into the taxi, 
um, if they talk to me, then they always say like, which country are you from? Uh, how long have you been living in China? Um, what's, uh, do you like living in China or the United States better? <laughs> so when they ask questions like that, I can automatically give a response because I've been asked that question so many times. So with the beginner, uh, you want to be automatic with introducing yourself, saying your name, asking how somebody, right, just really quickly. You don't need to think about the sentence structure or anything like that. It's just so automatic. So automaticity is the noun for being automatic. So in language learning, automaticity means that, uh, like, you, you're, you're very quick, like, like really quick with how you can respond to something. So right now I'm speaking kind of slow and that's because I know that I'm not speaking with my friends I grew up with in South Carolina in the United States. I know I'm not speaking with like uh, native speakers right now. But I just I'm just slowing down what I'm saying a little bit. But I'm also creating new sentences when I speak. So I need time to think also about what I'm going to say next. Each new sentence I say is a very new sentence that I've I haven't really used before, right? But uh, being automatic in like a a familiar situation, right? You can use lots of starter sentences. Like, uh, my name is, is, I've been living here since, right? Or, um, how long have you been living here? I've been living here for almost, you just changed that one part. So being automatic or automatic, my language learning tip for you today is to try to, um, memorize, uh, sentence patterns that you want to use. So, um, if you haven't learned all of the grammar yet, then don't worry so much about understanding 100% what a phrase means. Um, so, for example, in, in Russian, right, uh, you have this kind of uh, expression for um, goodbye, and it's das vidanya, right? Um, so, in the beginning, you just need to know that das vidanya means goodbye, right? There's no point in learning that the da in das vidanya means until, and svidanya is uh, seeing, like, until the... So you don't need to know, like, broken down what it means, right? Same thing with French, like, comment vous appelez-vous? So how, it's, what's your name? But literally, it's how do you call yourself? So knowing the breakdown of how it works and everything that's not so important so in order to be automatic so don't focus on like a puzzle like you need to understand everything in a sentence uh like a sentence globally the big the overall meaning of a sentence that you want to use don't think about how you change the sentence just memorize it just memorize it how it is and maybe just one way of how to change it. So, or memorize the sentence as it is and don't change it if you can help it. Later on, you will. Um, so, with being automatic or automatic, um, it's okay to memorize things without knowing them 100%. Um, 
I think nowadays we like to know what something means 100% before we use them. Um, doesn't need to be the, the case. You can, uh, you can practice something even before you know it 100%. Um, but chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, I don't know if you speak to native speak often. So, right? So you might not even practice often. So all of your language practice is probably like listening and studying you on your own. All right. Let's talk about story number two. Um, story number two was about or is about last year's Christmas. So last year's Christmas, um, I remember uh, that was in 20 and uh, yeah, COVID-19. So that Christmas um, before, like several weeks before, um, I remember my wife was saying, do you even care about Christmas anymore? Like you're, you're not even Western anymore. You seem so Chinese now, just like Christmas is another day. I said, yeah, I like Christmas. And she said, let's do something. And uh, and my wife's sister, um, she also said, yeah, yeah, let's do something. And she has two children. Last year, they were about 11 and 12. They had never done anything for Christmas. And so uh, they're like, yeah, 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 we'll get the Christmas tree and the decorations. And uh, they said that I need to, like, they would make some dishes. And I also need to make some and uh so anyways th- we got stockings you know the big socks that you put on the wall right and you put uh you put candy or eats or toys in there so we got stockings for each one stocking for each person we bought some candy and some stuff to we call it stockings so little toys or into the stockings and it gets nice and full and it like oh wow this you feel good getting something in those stockings all right so um i was in charge of cooking some dishes i made something like room casserole it's like this big dish and it has uh mushroom whipping cream and green beer. it's pretty good so i think i made that i made mashed but i can't remember what else we made um my wife, of course, made ribs. Okay, um, right. And, um, okay, so uh, we had lots of different foods and uh, and some drinks, right? Some drinks of, uh, <laughs> uh, of our choices, of our preferences. Um, all right, so, and I also found some, some movies or some clay animation. I really liked The Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, but we didn't watch that. We watched uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, I found a version of that that had Chinese subtitles. And uh, I watched that with the kids. I remember my wife fussing at me. She, You're still eating? <laughs> She's like, when are you going to stop eating? I just, I don't know. I just ate the dinner and drank this and drank that. And then I was like the third dessert. And so she fussed at me for not stopping eating, um, right, um, but, uh, we took lots of pictures, um, who all came, it was my, my wife, her sister, her two children, um, her brother, and, uh, her, my, my wife's older sister's husband came, because, uh, uh, my wife's older sister and her daughter and son were out of town, um, 
But anyways, uh, we had a really good time and we took lots of photos, gave each other gifts. We did a secret Santa as well. And secret Santa is where you take, like you put names to a hat. So all the people who will do Santa, they put their names in and then you pull out a name. That's the person you will give a present to. Um, so I think my wife got some earmuffs, ears worn winter, uh, but it has cat ears on them. <laughs> um, remember what I got, maybe a cup, maybe some kind of Christmas. Um, anyways, but it was fun. I think we did dirty Santa instead of secret Santa. We did dirty Santa where um, like the person who, no, 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 dirty Santa is Dirty Santa is, I think, the last person who gets a present there to switch their present with, and uh, that person can switch it with anyone else. Just take, <laughs> take somebody else's uh, present, and, and yeah. Anyways, I can't remember that one part, but uh, we did take pictures, and it was lots of fun, mainly because there were children, and we we're giving gifts, and we had the Christmas, and. I think here in China, like, people know four different songs. The Jingle Bells, Jingle, Deck the Halls with Sounds of Holly, follow, Just the Fala La La La, or uh, The Twelfth Day of Christmas, My True Love Gave to Me. Uh, you know that song. And a partridge in a pear tree. So I found this album to play, like, an album of songs, Christmas songs to play. <laughs> and some songs were playing. And I remember my wife fussing at me like, that's not Christmas music. And she, she made me find uh, music that everyone would like. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyways, uh, that's the last Christmas. But just this Christmas, what happened? Well, um, I stayed home alone, basically Christmas Eve. I cooked dinner for my wife and I went to the hospital. She enjoyed it. What was it? Forget what it was. It wasn't that much. And then uh, I forget what maybe it was shrimp or something. And then she made a joke and said, yeah, we could get some. You should get a cake or something. Then it will feel like it's Christmas. And then she's like, or you can get an ice cream. And then I started thinking, oh, I'll do I'll order some delivery. And then I was thinking, oh, McDonald's. OK, I'll get the ice cream. But then the ice cream at McDonald's was all that green matcha, that matcha flavored, like green tea flavored. And then I decided, no, I'll, I'll get this, I'll get a burger instead. She said that she wanted some fried chicken, just the chicken wings. And um, it's really funny because you know, she's pregnant and she shouldn't be having fast food. So anyways, we got the fried chicken. We said... Um, then we ate it in the hospital, <laughs> the burger and the fried chicken. And then the next day, I spent the day mostly just at home. Then I did make her a nice dinner and took it to her at uh, the hospital. Uh, but yeah, Christmas was pretty quiet uh, compared to previous. Um, but I'm really looking forward to this baby, this new addition to the family, and uh, Christmases that we'll have in the future. Uh, really looking forward to that. Uh, a little bit sad, just... But anyways, um, it's mainly... Not because I'm a Christian. It's mainly because I grew up and Christmas was... I've been in China for about eight years. I'm kind of used... To, like, I'm used to it being just another day. Of, um, but it was... 
nice that work allowed me to stay at home and everything. Yeah, so it seemed a little bit special this year. All right. So those were my two stories. I gave you an update on my life, um, two language learning tips, and two Christmas stories. Um, so I would like to invite you, if you enjoy listening to my podcast, to, um, to write to me. So you can go to my website, www.soundpracticelanguagelearning.com, and you can go to contact me. And you can send me a request if you'd like me to um, comment or give any kind of language learning advice. Or if you have like a special request, like if there's some kind of topic that you'd like me to talk about or some kind of story uh, that you think I might have that I could share with everybody. Yeah, I would look forward to hearing. And if you don't have anything to request, if you'd want to leave me an opinion, then go ahead and do that. I will do my best to look at CastBox uh, for any comments there, because I know most of the people um, who listen to me uh, on this podcast are on CastBox. So I will go there to look for any comments. And also, if you send me a message uh, from my website, then I will hear from you immediately. It goes straight to my email. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and stop right here. Again, thank you so much for listening. And, um, yeah, and I should have the transcript for this episode up in a few days. Hope that you'll be patient for that. Uh, the last episode didn't have a transcript. Sorry about that. Anyways, yeah. Thank you, and I look forward to hearing from you, and have a happy new year that's coming up. All right, bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. This was your host, Matthew Armstrong. If you'd like to read any of the transcripts from this podcast, you can find it in the description my website it's soundpracticelanguagelearning.com just look in the description and you'll find it um, if you're interested in taking free english classes you can go to my website and you can uh, find the link at the top of the website at the very top the menu it says uh, free english classes and um, when i do these teacher training courses the teachers they need to uh, teach english so you can sign up for free classes if you're uh, upper intermediate and um, yeah and if i don't um, contact you immediately you can uh, write me a, an email uh, by going to my website and going to contact us or contact me and if you'd like to send me a message just go to my website, send me a message, uh, any requests, any requests for language learning tips, uh, any story ideas, go ahead, contact me. All right, thanks for listening. Enjoy.